1: Hey, Cryptocurrent Crew, before we get started with today's show, I have another member of the Cryptocurrent family, Steve Miller, who's going to be telling you more ways that you can stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent Crew, if you want more ways to engage with us outside of the show, come and join us over on Clubhouse, the new app on iOS and coming soon to Android. On Clubhouse, we're bringing you brand new content every single week in a very fun and engaging way so that you can have conversations with us live. That's right, live. Talk to us, some great special guests, and you can join Richard and I every single week for a brand new conversation during our show, Let's Talk Crypto, at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can find me at my handle, at Stephen Miller. That's Stephen with a V, Miller. And Richard, what's your handle? R-Carthon, C-A-R-T-H-O-N. And starting next week, you can also find us by joining our group. That's right. Search us at Cryptocurrent on Clubhouse, and you'll find our group. Join up. Because every single week, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll have a brand new session for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got a special guest, actually a startup here in Austin, Texas. As you all know, I moved here and been loving it so far, getting more and more immersed with the local crypto scene. A buddy of mine, shout out to Brian Castleman again been dropping his name a couple times, but introduced me to today's speaker who's working on an amazing project that I think everyone should be paying attention to. Today, we have Quinn with Shift. How are you doing today?
0: Hey, Richard. I'm good. How are you? How's uh, moving to Austin been so far?
1: Man, it's been amazing. Been here for over a year. If there's a place I was going to be during COVID, might as well be here, but really beginning to to love this, uh, this space for sure, man. But you know, I'm excited to learn more about Shift and some of the other products that you have going on. But First, I want to learn a little bit more about you. Can you give us some background on yourself?
0: I work in the infrastructure space, focused on renewables, battery deployment, Bitcoin mining, crypto data centers. We provide early stage support for various crypto projects, including data centers and sysadmin work, and various structural work for the early stage projects. So I love to get involved in all sorts of new and early projects and help provide the infrastructure and the support that they need to get off the ground.
1: Cool, man. Well, that's. A great background, especially in the world of crypto and blockchain. But you know, what was that first introduction to the space? Like, How did you first learn about this?
0: Yeah, So when I was uh, maybe 15, instead of buying the Antminer S1, the first ASIC chip, I bought a, a Dodge Charger, <laughs> which uh, you can make an argument for the long-term investment of each. I still drive the Charger. So I, I, there's pros and cons there. But from there, I really got into the, the technology behind mining. Obviously, watching the price shoot out of control when I wasn't in was really taught me to, to learn about what I was watching and invest in the, in the projects. I started procuring crypto miners, ASIC chips, started consulting on mining projects, building out infrastructure. And from there, I ended up in the power markets, focused on you know, energy development, started with flare gas, and now I'm doing a lot of renewables. So very focused on what kinds of hard infrastructure can we provide to the crypto space, specifically around Bitcoin, but we're looking at a couple other projects as well.
1: That's cool, man. And... There's definitely an argument made for both of them. But as you said, like, it, it taught you a good lesson and a lesson that probably stuck with you to keep growing out. And, and actually, looks like it got you pretty immersed in the crypto space. It's like, let me find out how I can get involved in this. And so you, know, you fast forward and now you're working on this amazing project called Shift. So let's spend some time there. Can you explain what Shift is and, and what y'all are looking to accomplish?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Shift was designed and built by Joe Weinberg and Chris Forrester. It's, it's a clone of the Ethereum network, the EVM but built on a proof of authority using a, a federation. So anything that Ethereum can do, we can, we can handle, but we do it with lower latency, with much smaller fees, or order of magnitude smaller in terms of fees, and a lot faster. And we do that because we use a federation and a proof of authority mechanism as opposed to a proof of work. We're not using any compu- computing time to, to mine blocks. We're simply transacting the blocks in a semi-trusted, semi-decentralized space.
1: Explain why that is important and how that is such a unique thing. So, I mean, I went on the website, you have a lot of amazing partnerships with all kinds of companies, including finance and a lot of other like exchanges, as well as other major partners. What is it about what you just explained why they need this?
0: For the the partnerships that you saw, it was probably related to our first product, which is launching called Veriscope. And so as a way to really prove why our system works better and, and why it's more effective than a number of the other, other groups out there trying to get into the enterprise transaction space. We've launched Veriscope. Veriscope is specifically a product to meet the travel rule as set out by FATF, which is a compliance issue that deals with any time you send a transaction for more than $3,000 from one exchange to another globally. So we have come up with a solution for financial institutions to verify KYC between themselves when they transact. If you're going to withdraw from Binance and send it to Kraken, we have a product that allows them to, to attest and realize that they're sending to another financial institution and then meet the compliance set out by FATF to do that. There's no product in the space that does this currently. Hopefully we'll be the first one to launch uh, when we launch on Monday with a way for them to meet that compliance. So the reason we're important is because we can provide those kinds of very important, but very small transactions an incredibly high volume with very low latency and with very low transaction costs compared to say Ethereum, which is becoming is bogging down more and more and becoming more expensive to use.
1: For everyone listening, at the time of this recording, this will be the Monday he's referring to would be the second Monday of April. So this is coming out fairly soon. I hope y'all are excited about it, but let's just go back and break down some of that. So why that's important. So the travel rule, like you said, from moving things over $3,000, you're saying no one's doing it right now. So what are they currently doing to like, I guess, handle this? Or are they handling this? Or what's going on currently?
0: Yeah, good question. So to explain a little more in depth, typically, this is dealt with by SWIFT or an ACH transfer. You know, When when one bank handles it with another bank, they manage the travel in in the non-crypto space. They handle it because they're using third-party transactions and trusted systems and they don't have public information. When you're making a transaction from a crypto exchange to another crypto exchange, all those transactions are public and they're also somewhat they're somewhat anonymous. So the exchanges don't necessarily know that they're withdrawing from Binance to Kraken. And so if you read your terms of service, they just say, please don't do this. <laughs> please don't withdraw from one exchange to another. That's a little flimsy when it comes to meeting compliance based on FATF. So we, we expect that, that, will be, that they'll start leveraging fines against, against that kind of action in the near future. And we want to get out ahead of that and make sure that everybody has the tools to meet compliance if they want before anybody starts leveraging fines.
1: And so obviously, this is going to be very beneficial in the sense for these exchanges and and other parties to protect themselves in a way. But what would you say for your everyday retail investor or whomever that's in it? Like, is this also going to be beneficial to them or if they have like security concerns or, you know, how would you address those initial people who might be like having some signals going off right now?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So. Veriscope is really our is our first big flagship product, and so when you listed all the partnerships, Binance, OKX, Bitfinex, Tether, Huobi, we have thirty exchanges globally that are that are lined up to use this, and a number of other partnerships that I can't name that are all planning to use this particular product. It wouldn't be; it's not a particular interest to your retail investor. However, because we're a Ethereum cloned EVM with a federation based trust system, we are working on a lot of other projects. So. There's 18 nodes currently, and we are all working on different consumer-focused or business or enterprise-focused products. We're working on some swaps with ERC 20 tokens so that we can build and wrap tokens in the same way that Ethereum does. In fact, we can bridge with Ethereum so that we can work hand in hand with Ethereum. But if you want to use Shift, you can just simply pay fewer fees so long as you trust the federation. We're going to work into a number of different verticals swap. This is kind of the next big project we're we'll launching. We've got a couple exciting projects that we can't exactly talk about that are going to come out in the NFT space that will hit a lot more of that consumer market and be a lot more interesting. If you think about it, anything Ethereum can do, any of the projects, the NFTs, the ERC-20 tokens, we can run all of that on our systems and we can run it much faster, much cheaper, no latency. We don't have throughput issues because we're built on a federation. And in in practice, we're actually more decentralized than Ethereum because we have 18 pool nodes across five continents and they have six mining pools. So right. there's, a, there's some pros and cons in using a federation versus a decentralized system. But in terms of transaction speed and latency and costs, federation wins out every time.
1: For sure. And, and thanks for breaking some of those pros across that. And you, you kept bringing up the word federation. So first, can you explain for people who don't necessarily know what a federation is, what a federation is, and then like why they are important for what you're trying to accomplish?
0: Sure. So a federation is a semi-decentralized network. We typically the blockchain was exciting when, you know, over the last 10 years because it's created some of the first decentralized proofs, decentralized proof of work. We've used proof of stake. We've learned a number of ways for a decentralized network to prove the validity of a transaction. With a federation, we get around a lot of the necessary proofs and a lot of the computational proofs or the or the staking proof by having a distributed network of trusted parties. So instead of having a decentralized, anybody can contribute, we have a set group of trusted nodes. The, the trusted nodes all validate the transactions and they must come to a consensus in the same way that Ethereum miners have to come to a consensus. The difference is that we have selected nodes and we have Byzantine incentives set up to determine you know, how we add members to the node, how we'll remove members, how we vote on things. But for any transaction, we still need the same consensus proof that a decentralized network would need. But because we're all trusted parties, we know where everybody's node is. We can transact faster and we don't have to spend a lot of computing time. We don't have to run a bunch of miners and spend a lot of energy to prove that we are someone to trust. We established that prior to, to transacting.
1: Just like you said, being able to move faster, being able to move at a more efficient and cost-effective way is, is definitely a ideal situation for a lot of investors right now, especially having to deal with the absorbent gas fees that are out there. One of the things that you keep bringing up is nodes and how basically you have, I think you said 16 that are set up. And I believe you also have a company that kind of helps work with some of these nodes. Can you kind of talk about that a bit? Today's podcast is brought to you by Tantra Labs, where you can earn 12% in Bitcoin and Ethereum yearly. Tantra Labs is a team of researchers, engineers, and data scientists, economists, and optimists whose primary focus is in Bitcoin, which they believe will usher in a more prosperous future built on sound money. They offer real-time loan tracking, fast automated onboarding, 100% payment history, and multi-sig storage. And again, you will get 12% APY on the crypto that you loan. Tantra Labs is taking on international clients as well as clients in the U.S., except for the state of New York. For more information, please go to tantralabs.io. Again, that's tantralabs.io. Cryptocurren is proud to announce a media partnership with Miami Crypto Expo. It is on April 21st, 23rd at the Intercontinental Downtown in Miami. This is an in person event where there will be multiple types of activities from an NFT gallery to multiple workshops where you can go and learn hands on information as well as keynote speakers. And it wouldn't be Miami without having a few parties as well. For more information, please go to expcrypto.io. Again, that's expcrypto.io. And make sure when you get your ticket to type the word cryptocurrent for a nice discount.
0: Yeah, so Node Providers focuses on spinning up nodes or, or providing infrastructure in the data center required to run a node for whatever crypto project you're working on. So we help some clients do staking, we do a lot of Bitcoin mining, but we also work in, the, in more niche projects such as, such as Shift where we, you know, where we host a federated node for them. So we manage the uptime, we provide the system admin work, we handle any of the technical components that may be complicated. If you're running a new crypto project and you need to have a number of nodes distributed across uh, space or jurisdictions, that's the kind of thing that we,
1: that we provide. Really quickly, for those who don't necessarily understand what a node is, can you give us a quick, brief definition of that?
0: Yeah, sure. A node is, is simply a party that is verifying every transaction. So in Bitcoin, it's anybody who's running uh, the, full, the full blockchain on their computer is a node because they're validating each transaction coming in. They're verifying it's correct and they provide their vote to the consensus, as well as keeping a backup of the full chain and, and transmitting that chain to everybody else. So, it's a point in the larger network of when you have a decentralized network, you have many points of contact, and all those different computers are both transmitting and, and taking in information. So, a node is each point of contact that's doing the transactions, doing the validations, and that's sort of listening into the space and contributing.
1: Thank you. That's going to be very helpful for a lot of people as they kind of maneuver through this. And I think that was a really great way to explain it. And what's powerful about the nodes, just like you said, the more points of those interactions happening, the faster things can go. So I know that you said right now, y'all are starting with 16. Is there an idea to grow the amount of nodes that you have? Is it possible to add more? Is it like a finite in the sense of like, once you have your nodes, that's it?
0: Something you said there, I think we should back up on. The more nodes you have, it's, it's not necessarily faster. It's more decentralized. Okay. By having distributed nodes that you can't trust, you spend a good amount of computing power determining who you can trust, who's real, and avoiding DOS attacks. So by having the fewer nodes you have, the faster you can get information to all of the different nodes, verify consensus and move on to the next block. So it's a balance of having enough nodes that it's decentralized enough that you're not relying on two or three parties to make all the decisions versus having few enough nodes that you have low latency and fast transaction speed. We think that our number 16 to 18 is is a good number. We're going to consider adding some as we go forward in the future and as we continue to test and iterate. We'll probably gain nodes. We probably won't come down in terms of number of nodes.
1: Got it. So, And thank you for explaining that. And again, since you are getting ready to launch and have all that going, kind of walk us through the roadmap of of currently where you are for everyone that's listening, like how they can either get involved with Shift and and what's coming in the pipeline.
0: We just voted to have our launch on Monday, five days from today, which I, I don't know when this is coming out, but that'll be Monday is our plan for launch. Veriscope will launch on that day. In fact, we have a roadmap I can post if you'd like to check it out
1: for your viewers. We'll put that in the show notes.
0: And then so we'll launch our federated mainnet just next week. And then after that, we'll start working on new projects. Our first focus will be building out Veriscope and making sure we get as many partners on board to use Veriscope. We have a couple of launches scheduled for some swaps, some exciting news in the NFT space. I don't know if anybody follows BitClout, but there's a potential for a, for a secondary market for BitClout that can't exactly talk about yet. And then... From there, it'll be continuing to iterate, building more stability, really gaining the network trust. We currently have big names. We've got Binance. We have DLA Piper. We have DeFi Holdings. We have a number of strong strong names in the system. And we want to build more and more name recognition going forward so that we can be trusted by larger transactions, larger financial institutions, and more of the retail market too.
1: Awesome. Well, A lot of great things in the world of Shift on the way. Everyone, make sure you go check it out. To shift gears for a moment, you know... This year has been amazing. There's a lot of excitement going on in the world of crypto. It's becoming more mainstream. I mean, you have SNL creating skits about NFTs. You have institutional money and institutional players starting to diversify into crypto. What are some things going on in the space right now that has your attention that you think others should be paying attention to?
0: I would see keep on the lookout for other federations coming up. We see this as a real answer to a lot of the problems out there on the market. There's a lot of groups that are either layer one or or layer two applications that are trying to solve this. How do we handle significant volume? How do we handle building out large networks that aren't vulnerable to DOS attacks and that aren't expensive? We think that federations are the way that large central banks are going to do this. We think federations are the way that governments and large compliant focused groups are going to do this. And we think that large enterprise groups as well should start taking a look at federations either within their own ecosystem or to participate with other semi-cooperative businesses out there. So we see federated systems on the rise for any way to verify transactions across an industry while maintaining sort of arm's length decentralization, but keeping high speeds, low costs, less latency. So sure. that's, that's what I'm looking out for. We'd love to see more, more drop. The Bermuda, for example, is running their central bank on it. Liquid was obviously the first one to do this. And we see this catching on a lot in the future.
1: Yeah, let's spend a moment there real quick. So one of the partners that is on Shift's page is Bermuda. Can you kind of just expand on what y'all are currently doing with them?
0: So I can't expand on, on what Bermuda is contributing to the system. However, I'm not super so familiar with what exactly Bermuda has used Shift to do, but their central bank is working with Shift to provide, I believe, a similar KYC function. Similar to Veriscope, it's a method for them to handle KYC without running into privacy concerns. Although I, I can't confirm it. Yet. My understanding is it was the first real use case for what we built Feriscope off of, but, but I'm, I'm not clear on that. So don't hold that to me.
1: For sure. No, but that still sounds really cool. I mean, if you get one country that's able to do it and obviously that can scale from there, there's a lot more use cases that can occur from it. But man, you spent a lot of time with us and, and dropped a lot of great knowledge. A fun question I always like to ask is with all the knowledge that you have right now, if you could take all of it and give yourself three core lessons back when you first started, what are some things that you tell yourself?
0: Keep taking risks. <laughs> if you don't try building things, then you won't have anything work. I think that's the, that's the biggest one. Lessons I'd tell myself I mean, <laughs> don't buy the car, buy the, buy the ant miner. <laughs> that's the <a> good one. <laughs> right? I don't know. I think, I think sometimes you learn a lot more from your losses than you do from your wins. And so I am now heavily invested in the, in the Bitcoin ecosystem and I might not have been if I hadn't have missed out on, on that opportunity. So, so you never know. I guess those are my two lessons. That's all I got for
1: you. Two solid lessons, especially for everyone listening. But man, again, thank you for all of your time today. Before we leave, what is a final thought that you want to leave with all of our listeners today?
0: I'd say the final thought is a federated model is, could be the future of semi-decentralization when we get there.
1: For everyone that wants to connect with you and want to learn more about SHIP, what are some ways that they can do that? So whether it's through your website or socials, what are some ways that people can connect?
0: You can find information about Shift. And that's S-H-Y-F-T dot network. And you can drop that in the show notes. Node Providers, uh, we're, a, we're a hosting company that focuses on early stage crypto projects. We're nodeproviders.com. Yeah, I think those are the, probably the two best ways to, to reach out. I can also drop our direct contact in the show notes as well, if that helps.
1: That will. Well, again, Quinn, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for all the information on Shift. And for everyone listening, stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from CECG83. I've heard about cryptocurrency for a while, and I finally decided to learn more. Cryptocurrent was recommended. I'm glad I checked it out. Excellent content that makes it easy to learn about different companies building in this space. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date on the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to CrescentCityCapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to Productions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent.